Welcome back, everyone. This is Red Light Tonight. I'm your host, Chance. Hey, guys. Shadow here. This is episode 11, Amsterdam. It's been a long time coming. Probably should have been the first one we recorded, but better now than never, right? Anyways, first and foremost, we don't promote human trafficking of any kind. We don't promote underage prostitution. Every transaction was between two consenting adults. So what do you think about Amsterdam, Shadow? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? You know, you remember where Amsterdam is, right? Yeah, it's in the Netherlands, right? Yes, it's in the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, well, again, like I, I've said many times in this podcast, I haven't really, I haven't really traveled much. Most I've traveled to is Mexico. So, again, from Netherlands, uh, I don't know too much. I don't know too much about people, their culture. I'm not very familiar with the, you know, Netherlands. But uh, I know, like you said, the Amsterdam has been brought up. That it's uh, the most popular red light district in the world, right? What's the most famous one? Yeah, or most famous. Yeah, most yeah, famous most red light district in the famous, world. Famous, popular, same thing, I guess. You know, I remember um, a, a f- movie I really liked growing up. You know, in high school, I like Euro Trip. I don't know if you ever watched Euro Trip, but you know, they actually were going through um, Europe, backpacking, uh-huh. and actually a big, a lot of you know, a lot of the movie was in you know in Amsterdam. So. It's you know it looked interesting. Mm-hmm. I uh, I didn't really understand you know what the you know back then in the movies that how the women stood in the in front of the windows. I never understood that. I, mean, I never clicked it until you know we started talking about this and doing the podcast. So it's really interesting. You know, it's, it's funny. Yeah, the Antwerp has the same setup as. Uh as Amsterdam. So yeah. my favorite red light district has the same setup as Amsterdam. The key difference is the quality I liked was, be- was better in Antwerp. And the prices were much cheaper in Antwerp. Amsterdam, I don't know, maybe because they knew I was American. They were charging me 200 euro each. Which uh, compared to 50 euro, it's, uh, it's a huge price gap. Price, uh, yeah. price difference. 75% off right there if you go to Antwerp. You know the one reason, uh, or one reason why we're doing an episode of Amsterdam now is that we got a we got an email from a listener. Yeah, and uh, Shadow's gonna read his. Uh, he has a story to read later on in the podcast. But uh, <coughs> this listener also gave me some information that I and uh, that I didn't know but knew. So he gave a list of other red light districts in smaller cities and. In the Netherlands, um, Hog, Groningen, Eindhoven, Alkmaar, Harlem. These were uh, these were red light districts. That I guess that are from smaller are in smaller towns that I had never heard of. And we might we might have pronounced that the you know wrong. Just so just a heads up, right? Or did you pronounce it correctly? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. And you had no idea about these? Well, I knew. Well, that's why I said I knew, but I didn't. I knew there was obviously other red light districts in the Netherlands, but I didn't know their names. Okay. And uh, this, uh, this listener, we don't want to give out any name, but we're just gonna, we, we can give them... Uh, we can call them M. 
Yeah, we'll call him M. Shout out to M. Yeah. All right. You want me to read the email then? Oh no, no. We'll keep the email for later. Uh, okay. First, okay. we first we'll do the uh, the review of Amsterdam or my review of Amsterdam. I I didn't really like it, but I have already said because of the prices. Um, I think the girls can peg me as an American right, right away, and uh, I drove up those prices, man. Yeah, man. So it wasn't supply or demand. It was just. Well, the su- do they do that, by the way? The su- uh, what, supply and demand? Well, like, do they obviously do, they, do do women raise their prices when there's not as many women available? Or let's say, like, well, there's a lot more people out, you know? Well, I know in TJ, yeah. They do that? Yeah, in Zona Norte, okay. um, they would raise their price on a Friday night or a Saturday night. Interesting. Yeah. Just well, like when you go to a local strip club here. I mean, the the prices change night, night by night basis. That's true. That's true. On Thursday nights, they usually give like uh, an hour special for like, what was it? It was a hundred bucks for thirty minutes. That was the Thursday night special at our local strip club here. And but pretty much you go into a, it's a private, private dance for thirty minutes. Oh okay, all right. Well, you know, so two hundred euros. Well, that's 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 steep. That's steep. Yeah, it was very steep. You know, and so my very first. My very first trip to Europe, I landed at the airport in Amsterdam, and I went straight to the hostel where I was staying at, Flying Pig, pretty cool hostel, and as soon as I put my stuff in my locker, I went straight to the red light district, and within five minutes, I had seen an Egyptian girl that I liked, and she had charged me 200 euros, so I hadn't been to Antwerp or Germany yet or Spain or anything. I hadn't been to any other place. Amsterdam was my first Europe. Other than Zona Norte. European destination, yeah. So when she said 200 euro, I thought that was going to be the going rate all over Europe. So immediately I was like, oh, watch. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to have. As much fun. As I, as I thought I was going to. Yeah. But. That's, that's, that's steep, man. You know, because just comparing Zona Norte, which was, I'm guessing back then, were like, what, 80 bucks? Yeah, back, back this was uh, like 2016, 2017, okay, so 80 bucks. 80 bucks. Yeah. To pretty much jumping up over $200, because I think back then the euro was stronger as well. Yeah, yeah, still yeah, is. Yeah, yeah it still so is. So it was 200 plus per girl. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I would say it was like 240, 250. U.S. dollars. My goodness. 200 euro because, yeah, it was, she was expensive. The first one was expensive. And then uh, the second one is actually my worst prostitute I've ever had in Amsterdam. Uh, story time, I guess. It was a Russian. And uh, I've had plenty of good Russians before. So this has nothing to do with her nationality. But I pointed it out because I, I one reason why I chose her is because when I spoke to her, she had the, the Russian accent, and she said she was Russian, and, and, you know, kind of turned me on a little bit. And she was very pretty, pale, light-skinned, she had glasses, she kind of looked like a teacher, you know, long, wavy hair, but the glasses made her look like a teacher. Anyways, she quoted me the price of 200 euro, so I went in. And right away, I could tell that she was like, she was giving more instructions than prostitutes normally do. I kind of like the instructions. Kind of kills awkwardness when they like tell you what they want, like tell you to get undressed or they'll tell you go shower first or at least go wash your balls first. But she directed me to lay down and 
she took out my penis right away and she put a condom on and she proceeded to start off with the hand job and right away after like about 15 seconds of her giving me a hand job um she started saying do you feel the stimulation and she said that and the first time she said that I said yes this feels really good thanks and about a minute later do you still feel the stimulation and I'm like yeah and then she said it again in like a most robotic voice do you feel the stimulation this was after about three minutes of a hand job and I I tried to move in the position to maybe fuck her or something and she put her hand on my chest and said no 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 no, we will have sex now. Is it happening? And she stayed mostly fully clothed. I mean, it seemed like all she did was take off her her panties, mounted me. Mind you, I'm pretty much fully clothed too. My pants are open, but like I'm fully clothed. So she mounts me, and she's riding me very slowly, and Do you not very sensation. And she starts singing again. Do you feel the stimulation? Bruh, Do like, you feel the stimulation? Yeah. I was like, is this Westworld? And I remember I tried to reach up and squeeze an ass cheek. Oh. And she moved my, she blocked it, blocked my arm with, you know, she grabbed my arm and put it back down on the bed. Like, and I started going flaccid because hey, it was I, like, this was the yeah. terrible, terrible sex. Why can't you grab an ass cheek? For 200 euro, you better grab anything you want, right? And she kept saying, do you feel the stimulation? Are you enjoying it? Do you feel? And finally, I, I said, I'm done. I told her I'm done. And I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And uh, I remember she even asked me for a tip. Oh, hell no. And uh, I just, I walked out. You do pay her still? Yeah, I'm well, yeah, I paid up front. Oh, you, yes, right, you do pay up front. Yeah, and yeah, that was yeah. the worst experience I've ever had with a prostitute. And see, like, there's no, you can't, you can't, you know, if you wanted to act a care, like a Karen, you, you couldn't, uh. You couldn't go speak to a, like a manager, right? Like, yeah, there's it, no manager. There's, to speak like, to. It's just it is what it is. You know, I don't like that term, Karen. To be honest with you, I know it's funny, but it's kind of like. Look, man, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't like the term. It it's was funny. funny at first, but now like everybody's been used using it, and it's like. Right. I, I, yeah, we don't need to get into politics. Yeah. We can. We actually can do a political podcast if you want, um, Shadow, but. Because the whole Karen thing kind of is irritating me now. Oh, my God. It wasn't meant to be political anyways. But like I said, if you had a complaint, uh-huh. uh, who you couldn't go and talk to anybody? Like, it was like, it is what it is. Sugar. It is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do I talk to the... Side sugar, you know? Because, like, there's someone who owns the window. She pays rent right? to the window. But what am I going to do? I had a terrible experience with your process. I mean, yeah, It's man. just... She wasn't even tight either. She was not tight. Uh, so, yeah, man, that's that, that's that's weird. That I still robotic. remember. Do you feel the stimulation? Do you feel the stimulation? Yeah. Anyways, after her, oh. I found a, a, a tall. So, so you spent four. You at that point, you're four hundred euros. At in. that point, I was four hundred euros in. Bro, that's like five hundred dollars right there. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, the next girl, the third girl, I. I've had more than one bad experience in Amsterdam, by the way. Amsterdam. So, anyways, the third girl, Hungarian woman, glasses, short hair, tall. She was almost as tall as I was. So, I'm 6'2". So, I would say she was like 5'11". 
Okay, I, I, I'm 5'11 too. But <laughs> no, I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> Don't try to impress people on the podcast. You don't even look at me like that. <laughs> uh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Continue anyways. What were you saying? Well, the third girl was good. Okay. But she was 200 euro herself. So 600 euro. Right 600 euro, yeah. So I finished with the, with the third girl, though. I finally came. Had my money well spent. Happy fiesta, <laughs> money well spent. So six hundred euro at this point in Amsterdam. Five star review, right? So this is like close to eight hundred dollars US on the first night in Europe. <laughs> Terrible. So you're like, damn, I'm gonna, man, it's gonna be expensive. Huh? This is gonna be fucking expensive. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna. I thought maybe that was it, but the second night in Amsterdam, I'm, I'm again walking the the red light district, and I see, I see. This girl who looks like a sexy version of Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. Like an older, over 18 Arya Stark. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> she looked like that. She was gorgeous. And I went up to her, tapped the window. She was on her phone. She looked at me irritated. And I asked her, how much? She said, 200 euro. I literally didn't do anything, but I maybe, like, I blinked at that. But I was going to pay 200 euro. And then she looked at me. She said, "Oh, you don't have enough. Go away." And what? What was she? What? My guess is she was Romanian. Okay. And she told you this in English. Yeah. You don't have enough. Go away. Damn. And then I was like, "No, I have to have." And then she started just shooing me she away. Said, Get out of here, broke man. Damn. And I was embarrassed. I was that humiliated. Would be embarrassing. Hang I mean, on, uh, I had never had a woman of the night turn me down. He's like. Like, Damn, man, that's. I guess because I I I have the olive skin tone like, and I'm darker and maybe I look poor, but I mean at this point I still I still had a lot of money on me. Damn, man. I would have paid I would have paid four hundred euros if she had asked me. Mm, but yeah, man. Yeah, damn, and man. I I came back to her window a couple of times and she wouldn't even give me the time of day. Damn, she's like this peasant again. <laughs> yeah, this peasant is pretty much what she's saying. So anyways, I, I continue window shopping in the red light district in Amsterdam, and I pass by this guy who looks like he's Spaniard or Hispanic, maybe even Mexican. Okay. And he shouts at something in Dutch or Flemish. I don't know the actual official language or whatever he was using. And I responded in English. I only speak English. And he laughed at me. And then he motioned for two other he motioned at two other people to come over, and two giant black guys started coming over. And I decided, oh, you know, I'm just going to walk away. So I walked away, and they followed me at about maybe 15 yards for about... These aren't fireworks, man. I, I have a, I'm irritated at these fireworks in the United yeah, States right now. Yeah, it sucks right now, but... Yeah. Anyways, um, they followed me for about 15 yards. Or no, no, about 15 yards back, they followed me for about, I would say, a half hour and laughing like the whole time. And, and at, at times, I thought they were getting a little bit closer. Oh, so at this point, I was thinking, fuck, I'm going to get jumped by these guys. And so ass beat. I went by this bar where I saw that it seemed like everybody in there was having a good time and speaking English. So I just walked right into the bar and sat down right next to this fat chick and... <laughs> Why? Why you gotta do? Why can't? Why can't you just and, say this chick? Why you gotta call her fat? Well, okay, there is reason because I went in there. I saw she was kind of sitting alone, 
And I really wanted to just like jump into a conversation. So, you know, if I would have went up to the hottest chick in the bar, she might probably would have shot me down. Uh, That's what always happens. So I went up to this. All right, man. You're like, I, I went, went up to this big boned woman, <laughs> this big boned blonde. Oh, Lord. Well, dude, I ended up, I ended up, okay, it's okay. I ended up hooking up with her anyways. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. she was from, she ended up to be an American from Wisconsin. <laughs> and like, they're on vacation just like I was, even staying at a hostel not too far from mine. And we ended up, she, she ended up, uh, I don't smoke weed very often. And she ended up um, smoking weed with me back in her room. And yeah, we hooked up. But I'm not very proud of that. She was pretty big. That's fine, man. Don't worry about it. But yeah, I went to Europe and I, you know. Well, anyway, so you, I I guess you killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, I got away from that weird, scary situation. situation, And then you saved a little money and you, I'm guessing you enjoyed yourself, right? No, I didn't. (laughs) Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't. Well, maybe you you rocked her world, you know? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I know I did an orgasm. I don't know if she thought I did, but once I, I knew that she did. Or I thought that she did. Once she was done and was like laying there and like drifting off to sleep, I took off. You're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. The fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, man. Anyways, well, yeah. Well, you know what? It's cool, man. At least, you know, you, you, in some situations, you paid and you still didn't come, you know? So you didn't mm-hmm. win some, but you didn't gain some either. It's okay. You didn't lose either. You know? Anyway. And the next night <laughs> in Amsterdam. Walk in the red light district again. Another complaint I have about Amsterdam's red light district is it's so big. It's so spread out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like to walk and see every window, that's probably, um, my guess, is about a mile of walking. God damn. And there's not, there's probably the same amount of windows in Antwerp. Probably, I would say, 30 or 40 windows in total. So all that walking, the windows are spread out there. They're, they're, they're in clusters of like three or four, but... There's bars, there's a casino, there's restaurants, all these things in between. Oh, okay. So there's, there's not many. I thought you meant like it was just a mile mm-hmm. building, you know, no. just windows. Okay, so there's, they're scattered around. Between. Yeah, it's a bunch of streets. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's a, sucks, I there's guess. A, there's a canal or two that runs in between it, too. Oh, so that takes up space. Yeah, you got to cross the canal. Hey, but, you know, know, let's go back to that, you know, that scary encounter, man. Like, how did that feel like? Were you, like, scared? Yeah, I was very scared, actually. Yeah? I mean, this was before um, my fr- my friend Caleb had gotten jumped in uh, Cambodia. So I had never had any situation like this. Damn, man. So they're like, hey, these guys are probably just trying to look like we're going to come up on these. these well, they might not. They might have just. Silly Americans. They might have just been, you know, out there having a good time, too, and laughing very loud. I don't know. I couldn't understand what so they were you saying. So maybe you're just saying maybe you were just paranoid. Maybe I was just paranoid, yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? Yeah, because nothing ever happened, right? No, like, no, but they did follow me for quite a while. God damn, shit. That one didn't sound like a firework. Well, that was a firework. All right. That was a pretty close, that was pretty close, though. So, you know, people have just been going crazy because Fourth of July is getting close. They've been shooting off fireworks since the middle of May. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, so the, the third and final night I was in Amsterdam, I ended up with... Uh, uh, a like an athletic build prostitute. Like oh, really? she was pretty like muscular. She had a very pretty face. Muscle builder kind of style. But I remember she rode me really hard, and I was actually like, I had like a little good, like sore acheness, um, in my inner thighs. Oh yeah. Yeah, like when she got on top of me, she rode me. She rode me. 
I didn't come with her, but um, I felt bruised. And afterwards, like, uh, I still felt like her presence there for a few days. It was, I actually liked that feeling. So, you, but you didn't come. Do, do, do they feel like, do they, do they want you to come or do, do they not care? Yeah, yeah. Just like we want orgasm, or women to orgasm when we're having sex with them. I'm pretty sure all these women want you to orgasm too. One, as soon as you orgasm, it's pretty much done. It's over, so they're done. Their job is done. Two, if you don't orgasm, I think it hurts their ego a little bit. But there are girls who, when I don't orgasm, they don't care. I don't sorry, so, man. You want you want more time? You want to do it again? Yeah, they'll like, do that. You want more time? We can add thirty more minutes. You know? Yeah, add, but we could, double, you got to pay again. Double the price? No. Oof. Yeah. I don't remember what this particular girl's reaction was, but. I know I didn't finish, but I, it was going to be hard for me to finish anyways because I had finished with the other one a couple of days ago. No, you you were still rebooting. Like still rebooting, yeah. Still, still having, uh, still hadn't fully reloaded. Yeah. Anyways, that was Amsterdam. Amsterdam did have a lot of other interesting stuff. The windmills weren't that far, you know, the yeah. famous Holland windmills. Right. They make cheese and stuff, and the cheese was delicious. I went to... Had some cheese. They had the. You gotta bring me some cheese, bro. The, you gotta bring me something next time you go. Yeah, like the Dutch waffles. Like, those those were good food. too. Like yeah. soft. Like they're, they're soft waffles. You know, fuck, fuck the red light district. I'll go just for the food. I'll travel for the. I food. did have good food in Amsterdam. Also, they had the like the prostitution museum. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. They've been doing it so long. They have a fucking museum for it. Yeah, God, I mean, I don't, I don't see how that should surprise you. But, hey, you know what though? That's fine. You know, I'm, you know, that's been part of their their life. Or, yeah, know. it's part of their livelihood there. You know, yeah, exactly. So part, I'm sure there's there's some well, things. I'm pretty sure those there's been people people you know that they have there. You know, I rented a bicycle there. Oh, I you mean, rented a bicycle. By this point in my life, I had it was been like 20 years since I rode a bicycle, and everybody in Amsterdam was riding bicycles. Oh yeah, they, there's way more there. bicycles than people walking. Way more people bicycles. Then cars, Driving, yeah. yeah, it's just bicycles everywhere. So I rode that bike everywhere. Got really sore from it too. I mean, and it was yeah. falling apart the whole time, and I was nervous because like pieces were literally falling off the bike, and I thought I was gonna have to pay. Uh, and what fell off? Like screws? Like the the headlight fell off. Um, some cover over the tires. The the rear tire fell off. And when Fuck I, but, you lost a tire? No, the, the cover over oh. the tire. And But when I returned it, the guy just shrugged his shoulders and gave me my full deposit back. So, I mean, how the fuck you lose the, the cover, the wheel cover? It just, like, fell off as I was riding. Like, the headlight fell off first, and I was, like, super surprised when that happened. I was just riding the bike, and the headlight fell off. Huh. You know what's funny? So when I got to Amsterdam, the first thing I did was walk to the red light district. And there's people on bikes everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God, how are these people, like, not crashing? Because there's just so many bikes. And, you know, people were little honking at me and get, telling me to get out of the way. I was just like a silly tourist. But by day two, now that I'm on a bike and I'm riding, like, I, I never even came close to crashing. And I was yelling at the American tourists to get out of my way. I thought that was funny. Well, you were telling get the fuck out of the way. No, well, I didn't really say it that way. But, yeah, I was... Nah, bro, you gotta... And I was showing irritation, you know, getting a little bike rage. And you're like, man, I didn't, I didn't know, you know, the Netherlands had Asians. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also did really good at their casino. Played blackjack at their casino, and I... 
So is gambling legal over there, I'm guessing? I'm guessing so. They had more than one casino. I played at the Holland Casino. And yeah, I won, I think I was up $200 the first day and then down $60 the second day. Or euro. Up 200 euro the first day, down 60 euro the second day. So it was pretty, that was pretty cool. That's interesting. I had no idea, you know, they had casinos out there, but, it, you know, it makes sense. You know, they have prostitution legal out there. They gotta have gambling. And drugs are legal. I don't know. I know, and drugs. I don't know specifically every drug is legal, but obviously weed is legal, and I'm pretty sure other things are legal, too. They also had a giant chess board in one of their squares, and uh, I played chess with some, uh, some, like, Eastern European dude, and I held my own. I'm really good at chess, by the way. Yeah, pretty good, man. I've never seen you play, so but I'll take your word. For it. I can hold my own against my dad, and my dad is ranked. So he's ranked. Yeah, chess have their rankings. In the world? No, it's it's different. It's like a chess ranking. Like two people can have the same ranking. Oh, okay. So it's like a score, pretty much. Oh, okay. Like so two thousand means you, yeah. you're like a grandmaster, but if you're in the one thousand range, you're pretty much like you know how to play, but you're not that good. Right. So. So you need to have a certain skill to get this. Yeah, my dad gets up to like, I think he can play with people ranked like 1,600. Okay. I can play with people ranked about 1,300. So. I mean, I don't know where. I'm pretty sure I'm ranked very low. But anyways, all right. That's cool, though. They had a huge chess set. Chess set. Um, anything else worth mentioning? So what, you said you really liked the Flying Pig. Why, why did you like the Flying Pig so much? Well, it was my very first hostel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I've been in better hostels now, but that was my first time in a hostel. I remember laying in bed one night, and the Brazilian dude next to me was talking about this red light district was trash compared to where he was from. And uh, I don't remember the conversation very well, but I was agreeing with him. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. And then everybody was smoking weed in the common room. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, do, you, do you get, can you eat in your room or what? They have a common room. I don't know if you can eat in your room. I'm pretty sure you can. So I'm guessing you, you, you eat in the common room, but do they provide food? Yeah, they provide breakfast. Like any good old American uh, hotel, they can provide breakfast. Okay, we're going to take a quick break right now. All right, guys, so we, we're taking a quick break, but before uh, we do, we just want to make sure that you guys know we have an email. It's redlighttonight at yahoo.com. No, it's not. It's redlighttonightpodcast. Oh, that's right. I apologize. It's redlighttonightpodcast at yahoo.com. If you guys have any questions, you know, uh, any stories, any advice, Maybe you guys want advice, you know, things are starting to unwind in certain parts of the world, so the Rona. So maybe you guys are planning trips. Pizza's here! Alright guys, so, as you may have heard, the pizza was here. So we took a small break and we ate some pizza. Hey, have you ever, uh, have you ever seen those memes where, like, it's a challenge and it says, it shows you, like, a, a like, ten boxes of pizza and it says... You get $10,000 if you eat all this pizza. Choose your team of, like, three. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely choose you. You're, like, a first-round pick. (laughs) 
I well, I eat like what? Like I, how many sides that? I think I eat like. Oh God! <laughs> I eat like you four know, slices. Uh, four slices of pizza. You know, I'm one of those people me. who actually think that burping is nastier than farting. Uh, yeah, I apologize. I'm I'm sorry. I had to burp. I smell ranch in the air now, dude. This is gross. Hey, you know it what? wasn't that bad. Anyway, I'm but- gonna step out. You wanna you wanna read this email that we got from uh, M in, in the Netherlands? Read his story. Yeah, let's he do gives it. his own little review of Amsterdam. <clears throat> yep. All right. So we've um, we've been kind of having conversations, right? Long, you know, uh, this isn't just one email. We've had been having a conversation. So here we go. Here's the first email he sent us. All right. Here's the first story. And he would actually would mention it more as an a tip or advice. But here you go. The story I can tell you is so that way you don't get scammed by prostitutes. My biggest scam was quite recent. A few days before Christmas, I was at Shiful Airport. I may say that incorrect. I apologize if I did. Staying in a hotel because the next day I had an early flight to New York. When I arrived at the hotel, I dropped my bags and went to city center of Amsterdam. Of course, I also went to the red light district. Had some fun with a girl there, a beautiful black girl, which was on my bucket list, but I wasn't satisfied yet. Back at the hotel, I checked the internet for some escorts. I found a nice one with decent prices, around 140 euro for one hour. That's not bad. You know, you know our boy... Uh, Chancey was paying 200 euro So here we go I decided to give them a call And let them send a girl I saw on the web Once she arrived I saw it wasn't the same girl From the pictures But she was still hot In in his opinion So I was like whatever But the moment she was sitting on my bed The bullshit started Oh man there's always bullshit isn't there him the first thing she said, I never had a date for one hour. Always longer. She want money, man. She want money. She asked me what I wanted. I said, I want sex. Obvi, right? What else? After that, she told me she had like three packages. When she telling me about the packages, I got confused already. I remember she offered me one package for 512 euro extra. She, You could go down on her. Oh, man. And she would give me blow. I'm guessing blow is blowjob. And for a little bit extra, you could do anal. Okay. And there was one more option, but you don't forget. He don't remember. Okay. I had to think a while and chose for first option. You chose your first option for 512 euro extra. Damn. For BJ and pussy looking. Damn. (laughs) You said pussy looking, man. Damn. All right, but I thought this was also included penetration because before she said for a little bit extra, I could do anal. Anyway, she started to blow me with a condom, but she did it. She did it horrible. She wanted to finish it with a hand job. I said, sure, whatever. So then she takes off gloves out of her bag. It's for hygiene, she said. I was like, what the fuck? Hand job? What? Who was also horrible? Okay, so the hand job was also you couldn't finish. Damn, I, I agree, man. How can you finish with her hat holding, you know, the... 
put it on a glove. I said, I wanted to lick her pussy. She said, okay. At that time, she took out a dental dam. She could see from my face expression that I didn't like what she was doing. And she said something like, I'm sorry, baby, but this is for the hygiene. Okay. Oh, so what do, you think, what do you think is more of a turnoff? It's for the hygiene or do you feel the stimulation? <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, the way that I'm sorry, baby, but this is for the hygiene. I'm asking you, which one oh, do you think is worse? Man. What do you think is more of a turnoff if you were in that situation? Well, I think I would be it's for the hygiene. I think the biggest turnoff would have been if one of you burped. I mean, I guess in that situation, if you, yeah, I would, yeah, okay. Are you trying to throw a jab at me because yeah, I burped? Yeah, don't throw a jab at you because you just burped and the room oh smells like ranch. I did not smell like ranch. But, oh, my God. Anyways. You know, it might be kind of a turn on if, if she burped after she swallowed it. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, let me... uh. Let me continue. You know, as he was saying, you know, she was in a situation where he was having a horrible encounter. You know, he couldn't believe this prostitute took out a glove from her bag and said, I'm sorry, baby. It's for the hygiene. Okay. And after that, you know, the, the, what is what did he say it was? A, a dental dam. A dental dam. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is either, man. It looked like you're going into a surgery. Let me Google that shit. Well, anyways, he says, anyways, I did give it a try, but I did not like it. So I said, I'm done. But she said, I didn't come yet. And I was thinking, like, yeah, of course. Not not that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, man. He's like, oh, I lost my, lost my positioning here. But she said, I didn't come yet. And I was thinking, yeah, of course, not that it is impossible with you, but I told her to strip for me. And I was, you were, all this man started jerking off, stripping. After a few minutes, I did come and she was happy. Between all these things, she was also begging for more money so she could stay longer. When I was finished, I told her that I'm no rich guy. Yeah, I, I, uh, I just Googled uh, the dental dam, by the way. I've actually had these used on me before in massage parlors. But yeah, that it kills like it's a, it's a huge turn off. You see this? That, I don't know. If, I've never seen that type of dental dam, but this right here, just like a like a napkin. Yeah, but it's a, a, a like latex material. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, of course I would think that would be a total turn off. What the heck? I mean, I would think that if you're a person that goes and looks for prostitutes, you're gonna expect you know having physical, you know, and a close encounter with another being. Same thing with the prostitute. If you're going to be doing that job, I would think you got to come to terms with yourself and say, you know what? I might, you know, exchange some fluids with some of these human beings. I think you got to understand that, don't you think? Yeah. I I think that's unreasonable, you know? But also, I don't think it's... uh I think it's totally their right to use whatever protection they want to I mean, use. I guess it's totally their right, but I think they should definitely tell you ahead of time. Definitely, yeah. There, there's that's you the know, thing. like look, I, I do this, and it'd be like, then they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not interested in doing that. You can't just throw that out there last minute, you know, and be like, it's for the hygiene. You know what I mean? You can't do that. Or what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. All it right. Should come, it should come like. 
Well, let me continue reading. All right. So pretty much, you know, it's a very long email. We, we kind of, uh, that, that's pretty much the worst, in, you know, encounter that, uh, that ends, the, you know, the, his story. But he also mentioned in the email that, you know, that the website that he, he you know, yeah. got the girl from mm-hmm. was, you know, the, it was horrible service, I guess. He said it was a fake website that would use fake pictures. Well, I don't think it's a fake website. I think well, it's it, just, it's, what happens is, because I've actually had this scenario happen to me. It's the, it's the old bait and switch. So they bait you with these pictures of these beautiful women and then when they show up to the door, it's someone sometimes who's totally different. Sometimes, like in this case, they're attractive anyways. Um, but sometimes they're also hideous. Yeah. One time I was staying with a buddy in uh, in Las Vegas and uh, we were on the internet. We saw this girl that we liked on the internet. Well, we saw these two girls that they said, you know, double fun. And we ordered them. Double fun. Yeah, they came to our hotel and uh, they knocked on the door and I was I was ready to just open it. And my buddy, the Arab friend, Arab guy, uh, strip club partner, whatever you want to call him, like, he stopped me. He said, man, look through the peephole first. So I, I looked through the peephole and uh, <laughs> instead of two beautiful white women that I was expecting, it was one African-American woman. One. And I told him the situation. She wasn't bad looking, <coughs> but I told him the situation. And he's like, you can't open the door. We're just going to sit in here until she leaves. And that's pretty much what we did. We stayed inside our hotel until she left because, I mean, there was only one of her. How were we both going to have fun? I guess that's true. Well, anyways, you know, our boy M here, he actually said in the email that he actually confronted the website. It wasn't fake, you're right, but he mm-hmm. they were using fake Photos, photos and stuff like that. And I'm, yeah, that's not right. I think, you know, so he confronted him. Wait, doesn't it also say in the email that he was, they were using like fake photos from like uh, this random girls from the internet? Yeah. So I'm guessing like you, yeah. So probably like Instagram models or, you know. Like how fucked up is that? You, if yeah. you're, if you're like a 20 year old female and you decide you want to take a selfie, put it on your Instagram photo. Some escort service takes Grabbed that it. photo and it says you're a prostitute and offers you the like, yeah. Oh gosh, you know, terrible. So he pretty much, you know, he called the you know, I'm guessing he said his story to you know to him. He said he didn't feel like what he got, what he paid. You know, we paid. You know, he paid for something and he didn't get it. Right. Yeah. So they pretty much apologized. They said they couldn't really do anything about it. So they said they most all they could do is give him uh, an hour free for the next time, and he pretty much says, "I'm, I'm, he's never going to contact them," um, which I think is a is is a good idea. Don't I don't I think you've had bad experiences over the you know over you know internet ordered. What I don't know, get girls is, is like I don't ever I don't I don't understand why they would do bad service like that. I mean, they would make more money if they provided a good service and have repeat customers. Instead, they got his money this one time. They're not going to get it again. Same thing with me. They just provide a good service. It's not hard to ask. Or provide the service that you say you're going to provide. Well, I mean, pretty much, I think right now, 
you know, M had had an, a bad experience. You've had a bad experience. I'm sure there's many, many more stories of people having bad experience. So it's just I, he. I think what M is pretty much saying in his email is, do not go on the internet if you're looking for a good time. I am. I've had great experiences from the internet. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you just got to be careful, I guess. Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. I because mean, he was going in there thinking, oh, you know what? I think he said 150 euro. I could look back, and I think he said 150 euro. And then he ended up paying, I think, 550 euro when she got there because she was adding all these extra packages. Yeah, that's like you're, insane. Like you're at a dealership and trying to, you know, get, you know... Better tires for your truck or something. I don't know. What? That's interesting that you know that she offered packages. One of my top five experiences all time was from a girl on the internet. She was beautiful face, red hair, petite body, nice legs, but she did have a deformity. So for some reason, she had like a lump growing out besides her chest in the middle of her chest. So like between her tits. There was like a bone. It was hard, like a bone, like a lump. I don't know what that was. Didn't really bother me much because she was so hot regardless. And she gave a great, great service. I mean, you could just... Though she didn't go down on me at all. Mm. But still. But, you know, the the service could have been biased because at that point I was on a long vacation by myself with my two kids. So (coughs) I had gone like... Hmm. About two weeks with no masturbation, no sex, no kind of stimulation. And so that could have also enhanced my pleasure. Two weeks, that was unheard of for me not to orgasm. It was all built up. I was fully locked and loaded. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I guess do what you want. You know, you do you. But... uh I guess if it, when it comes to the internet, just be careful, you know, and make sure. Yeah, definitely be careful. We're going to have to do an internet episode at one point because I've had, I've had lots of internet encounters. No, yeah, I, I've, I've never had one. So, um, you, you know, you would be educating been, me as well. There has been bait and switches. So, yeah, bait and switches. Pretty much, you, you see a girl, you see a girl's pictures, you like them. When you get there, it's someone totally different. But you know, sometimes. They do have a valid excuse. Like one one girl told me, like she knows her family looks at escorts online, so she didn't want to be, you know, um, she didn't want to be recognized by her family. I mean, but that's, that's she want to keep her discretion. But now that I'm thinking about hard. it, at this moment, now that I'm thinking about that. If she knows her family, let's say her dad, her brother, her husband, her son, or whatever. Let's say it's her son. Let's make this as fucked up as possible. Let's say her son is looking for escorts and she knows he does this. What if her son saw her or the fake pictures, ordered the fake pictures, and it's her? Gosh, that would be way more worse than... than, than God, that'd be terrible. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I think, I think, again, it goes back to just... Knowing what you're getting yourself in, I think you know if you're gonna be doing this kind of work, you better you know you. It's certain things you gotta give in. If you're gonna be doing like an online service, you gotta be upfront. Maybe you know don't provide a picture until someone's interested or something. You know, mm-hmm. or I don't know, but they gotta just be. There's gotta be more 
trust involved because that's just I think unreasonable. And catfishing I, is real. That's also a thing too. Yeah. Right? So and man, I'm sorry for you, bro. TV show on it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you spent so much. Damn, five hundred and fifty euro, man. You were going to New York too. Damn. Hey, but you know what? M, you wrote on your email that uh, you would you would uh, you would show us around if Shadow and I ever got to go to Amsterdam again. So uh, we will take you up on that offer once this corona is over, right, Shadow? Um, well, at least I will. Maybe, maybe, maybe a chance. But me, <laughs> consider me a maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's that's all we got for yeah. today. Um, special note: due to the coronavirus, you know, all traveling has been canceled. So we're gonna try to uh, do some. Special episodes in the upcoming future. We've decided we were going to probably do like a sports podcast. One episode sports podcast. Uh, one episode finance podcast. If anybody has any ideas of what they want to uh, to uh, non-expert opinions on, you guys can... Uh, Email ideas to the show. Our email is redlighttonightpodcast at yahoo.com. That's right. All right, guys. You guys have a great rest of your day, night, morning, whatever you guys are doing, right? Take care. And again, I want to give M a big shout out for uh, writing us back. Really appreciate it.